When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, Dave here and with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And you're listening to The Cinema, where we walk home from the movies. Today, we're not walking anywhere because we're staying in. Because it's 33 degrees outside. Yeah, it's a heat wave. It's the hottest <laughs> bank holiday August in history across the whole planet. This is the biggest one. We did it. <laughs> yeah, it's too hot yeah, to go outside and we've got a sleeping baby. And Aquaman's just come on Sky Cinema. Yeah, and we wanted to catch this in the cinema, but we didn't get a chance. And now the cinema has come to us <laughs> six months later. Uh, so a lot of people saw this. So we thought it'd be a good one to do a quick episode on. It's huge, right? It was record breaking. It was. It's the biggest. It made over a billion dollars worldwide. It's the biggest, highest grossing DC comic book movie ever. Yeah. Ever character. Beating the Christopher Nolan ones. Including Batman and everything, as far as I know. And Um, funnily enough, for our podcast, by a country mile, the most listened to episode we ever had was the Wonder Woman one. Yeah. Which was, I think, the last... Is that the last time we did a DC movie? Um, No, we did Batman v Superman sort of at home thing as well because you hadn't seen it. So we loved Wonder Woman and then we didn't really like Batman And we never did the Justice League... We never did a Justice League episode, but I'll tell you right here... We couldn't right finish now, it. We watched it. it was <laughs> we dreadful. We didn't finish it. I, fin- I went back and finished it. Oh, did you? It. Yeah. I won Lonely Night at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was flicking, I was flicking okay. around and I was like, oh, what do I want? And, and it, just, it was like, it was almost the exact point that we turned it off and I was like, all right, fine. It wasn't worth it. Um, is, so Wonder, yeah, that, is Wonder Woman in this movie though? Because I loved her. No, I don't think so. Oh, um, the, so Wonder Woman we loved. Um, this was apparently relatively well received. It certainly made a lot of money. Um, I, which is bizarre because this is a character that uh, is kind of he's been kind of ridiculed for the past few decades kind of used as a punchline in, in most pop culture I would say he wasn't great in the bits of the Justice League I saw but he to be he's fair was okay. given nothing to do he's just a bro isn't he he's just like a hot he's, surfer dude yeah he's just like 
oh, I'm a bro, I'm a cool guy. I'm gonna. But anyway, we're like wasting. We're wasting valuable nap time, and my popcorn's nearly ready. But like, who? Oh yeah, popcorn noises. What? But like, what? Who get? I don't understand how this movie made so much money. Yeah, well, wait till we've seen it. Aquaman. Well, J- everyone loves Jason Momoa. Yeah. And um, Wonder Woman was huge. Can and you, it's a huge franchise, so that's s- how it made the money. Can you sing the Aquaman theme song? Aquaman, Aquaman, does, does whatever, whatever an Aquaman does. That's it, right? No, it goes Aquaman, the greatest hero of them all. Really? No, that's Action Man. Oh, right. But I don't, yeah, well, I don't think there is one, because who gives a shit about Aquaman? Well, no, Dave. It's like, who gave a shit about <laughs> Iron Man until they made his movie? Nobody. Oh. Touché. Yeah, so don't be you no, but so touche. No, but, uh, but Iron Man had a great theme song. It was Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man. He is made of iron now. Um, right, my popcorn's done. All right, let's go watch Aquaman. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope Wonder Woman's in it. No, no, it, it goes like this. Aqua, Aquaman. <laughs> I want to be an Aquaman. Oh, yeah, I know that one. That's it. No, it goes, I'm an Aquaman <laughs> in an Aqua world. Life in Aqua. Wait, wasn't that band... It's so splashy. Wasn't that band called Aqua? Is that what you're Yeah, that's why it? you're making the joke. Oh, All I right, get goodbye. it Goodbye, goodbye. Jokes are funnier when you explain them. My father was a lighthouse keeper. My mother was a queen. But life has a way of bringing people together. He could unite our worlds one day. Check it out. Arthur is talking to the fish. They made me what I am. Permission to come aboard. I've been looking for you. Your half-brother, King Orm, is about to declare war upon the surface world. The only way to stop this war is for you to take your rightful place as king. Trust me, I am no king. You do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pep talk ever. I want to strap in. Hi, it's us, we're back, and several days have passed because that's how long this movie is. Yeah, <laughs> turns out if you don't see this movie in the cinema and you're watching it at home, it's really long. It's like nearly three hours long, <laughs> yeah. I swear. And it's... It's much longer than your average child's nap, let's put it that way. Yeah, so we ended up just watching it in piecemeal, but which is a, a it's clearly a bad way to watch not the ideal way to watch any movie. Um, however, I also don't want that to sound like this was hard to watch because I freaking love this movie yeah I really enjoy, I really enjoyed it in, <laughs> the, in the increments I loved it, it, it loved it I loved it oh wow I'm in love with this movie really <laughs> while freely admitting it's not particularly good or original <laughs> I but enjoyed I loved it. it for like I I enjoyed what I liked about it was that it didn't take itself seriously at all so it's very fun yeah. It really bugs me when these movies try and be really serious. See our Captain America Civil War <laughs> review, <laughs> yeah. which still pains me to think about. Um, so I thought, look, it embraced the pains fact me to that think it was of silly. Captain's opinion, not that movie. Sorry. Uh, it, it, I like that they embraced that it was silly. It felt kind of like a throwback to more like '90s style of movie. Yeah. Like it felt very much like a quest movie, a family movie, yeah. a silly movie. Um, and visually, it felt like they, yeah, like it's, that's how they used to make superhero yeah, movies. Yeah, and it was really colourful, and I thought 
I wish I'd seen it in the cinema, frankly, because I think it would have been better on a big screen. And I think it would have been awesome. It was awesome. quite beautiful. It, it in was many lovely, places. but I think it would have been awesome in the cinema on 3D and not watched over like three days. Um, and Jason Isn't Moore that what 3D really stands for? Yeah, I think so. Three days. <laughs> That's the 3D um, experience. So, yeah, overall, I mean, I was certainly better than the last one we tried to watch that we never finished, the Justice League, for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say I loved how, it. Like, you how, did. Are they, how are those movies in the same, like, quote unquote universe? It's weird. Like, but this, this is just, this movie was just more fun and had a really good cast as well, anyway, because it had, like, Willem Dafoe, random that he was in this movie, Nicole Kidman. It's not random at all. And who was the other? It's not random. You always, you just have, unexpected. You, you have to have, an, every one of these superhero movies, DC or Marvel, casts an older, respected actor in a supporting role. <laughs> yeah. To and he bring was the other a certain guy amount of again. Luke Wilson Luke was the Wilson. villain. No, it wasn't Luke Wilson. It's not his name. No, uh, Patrick Wilson. Patrick sorry. Wilson. Uh, so yeah, I think look, it had all good elements, and I and I enjoyed it. Obviously, I don't think it's a brilliant movie, and I certainly didn't love it, but I definitely enjoyed it. It's not a brilliant movie. It's, I recommend it's it. It's barely as a even a viewing. good movie, but well, you I just loved said it. it was brilliant, so I'm I didn't. You. I oh. said I loved it. Right. Okay. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's just like about just about good. And I still loved it. I just, I, this is exactly what I wanted. You love the experience of it, right? I just think you can love a movie that isn't very good. Yeah. And that's kind of exa- what I'm saying here. What did you like about it? Because there's nothing, there's nothing like, what did I like about it? Okay. I really think James Wan, the director, did, and his team brought some really interesting visuals and ideas to this, to this table. Because you could have, like, to this watery table is there, is there a table of reference on the sea the sea floor or something okay I'm going to stop I'm the, just that. completely right I'm going to stop that uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting entrenched in um, <laughs> in a really in shit sea metaphor. metaphors um, so they could have just you could have just handed this to um, a safe pair of hands like him he's an estab- relatively what established you mean? director you could have just handed it he's to done. a safe pair of hands like him so they did just hand it to a safe pair of hands <laughs> yes, what yeah, are you yeah. on about okay <laughs> <laughs> but probably the decision might have looked like that on paper. Yeah, he he's done Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, we'll just give it to him, land it. But he actually, they, they brought some really beautiful visuals, which we'll talk about in Spoiler Street. Some of the action scenes, the stuff in in Venice, despite the fact that clearly they never left Oh, no, a, they a definitely studio. went to Venice and the Sahara Desert. <laughs> and, like, and deep underwater <laughs> to the lost city of Atlantis. The green screen Venice. But like the the way he choreographed a lot of that action scenes um, were, were very, very good. And the production design of this movie is quite beautiful. It reminded me of like the best part of like the Star Wars prequels, uh, which is essentially the some of some of the design. Uh, it felt like just this alien It was very world. cartoonish. Very bright and colourful and, yeah, cartoonish. But did we but figure out, I know we were. you said you might do some research, but you probably didn't, as we were watching it, how, like, their bodies and their hair were kind of moving differently from their face. We yes. felt like it so looked very CGI. It's, it's a little jarring. It's jarring. So, I didn't, so and that's why I thought it would have been better in the cinema, maybe. It's, and I can appreciate the challenge that was on their hands because they had to... Film people having conversations, actors having conversations that were clearly just on sound stages, and then present them as if they're floating and swimming underwater. So I guess what they did was, and I I stress the word guess here, it looks to me like they filmed the actor's performance and then just like, and then just like 
um, everything around their hairline they just CGI'd their hair to make it look like it's underwater that's exactly how it looked to me and I think to combat that they and to minimise the amount of shots they had to do they put Patrick Wilson's hair in a sort of slicked back tied back Same thing and gave Willem Dafoe a top knot yeah Willem <laughs> so, Dafoe's hair was out kinda, of control in this movie which is kind of great um it's just but yeah, this, jarring. Right, like I have to say, I don't, I don't think that really yeah, works. Look, it's a weird effect. Look, yeah. I'm saying a lot of the stuff in this movie didn't work, and let's we can get into that in spoiler street. Like the black manta costume design, while I, I guess clearly referencing the original comic book, which I'm not familiar with, just looks shit. Um, and this movie's like could could not be less original. It was like every single scene was like oh now we're in this movie and it was like it starts with splash then it becomes the little mermaid then it's the lion king then it's return of the king um th- there's there's very little originality here and it, and i would imagine the same goes for the um the original comic book um but i but i don't care it's kind of like i'm 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 okay with just these these ta- you taking these all these tropes and all these familiar clichés um, slapping on some interesting visual effects. Uh, they're, they're clearly, this movie feels like it's trying to be interesting and different, and I don't think it succeeds most of the time, but I appreciate the effort. And I just had a lot of fun. I thought that the performances were largely um, charming. I thought they were. it was fun to be around Jason Momoa and um, I liked his dad the redhead well. actress. Dolph Lundgren's in this and just just like the battles are just, and, the, and the creature design is just crazy there's like sharks with ar- people are riding sharks into battle on armour yeah, there's an octopus playing the drums I mean this it's, it's the fun stuff you if, would think if you're told look do whatever you want under the sea with any creatures yeah, if they had broken into it. under the sea by from the little mermaid I that wouldn't have been surprised awesome. I would have been like yeah okay but you know what I really I really get why it made all that money and why it beat like Dark Knight or whatever one of those movies because often with DC movies they can can be quite dark so obviously the Dark Knight right that series wasn't family appropriate and as we've seen, the new upcoming Joker movie looks really good, but like definitely wouldn't be family appropriate. So this just has a much wider yeah. You'd bring your purse to, this, to mine, right? No like you, yeah, exactly. Like kind of, it will still get the DC older fans, but it would also get family viewing. So I think it makes a lot of sense that it made all that money because, like, even compared to like Batman v Superman, like oh my god, like not only did I not like the movie, it was just also grim. Like this was fun, and it just. I think it works better and even Suicide Squad while that was kind of fun it was still very adult so this is just much broader and feels yeah. like the way they should have gone the whole time to be honest yeah, I don't know why they ever like, bothered with that kind of dark stuff it feels like they're learning from their mistakes or they're listening to Wonder the Woman audience. was really fun as well and Wonder, audience was, Wonder Woman was kind of good for the same reasons this is that they uh, they backed away from trying to connect everything like in that scene in Batman v Superman where like spoiler alert if you care um when Lex Luthor like opens up a file with all the superhero icons on it or, or, or Wonder Woman opens up his file and it's got like video footage of all the, all of them teasing the Justice League but it's like that whole scene is just like shoehorned in there yeah, this work. movie just is very much focused on its own story and plot there's no wider universe and it's, storytelling it's in the same world as Wonder Woman quite comfortably albeit I would say Wonder Woman's like very much a better movie than this um, sure 
Yeah, I, I, not, I'd say this is almost as side. good. The, um, nah, it, it's not as well written. It really isn't, and it's not as well directed, and it's not like it's it's just a different sort of movie. Do you know what I mean? But like that's, Wonder yeah, Woman that's, is a more serious. It's a fun movie, but it's highbrow is not the right word but it's like of a different quality than this movie it's a different quality than this movie this movie is pure popcorn that movie has something else going for it as well actually another another interesting way they kind of moved away from how they established Aquaman in the Justice League was personally speaking I felt and I think I said this in the intro all those days ago I can't remember um, doing the intro I felt like they you know they cast Jason Momoa and they kind of presented Aquaman as this kind of bro Hey, I'm gonna. They didn't kind of present I got it as big that. testicles. That is what blah, blah, blah. he is. And I'm like, it is just like, yeah, yeah that's kind of how they presented it. And I and I thought, oh, I just I can't really. I don't know if I can stand two hours and forty minutes of like machismo. Um, but actually, it's they, quite vulnerable in this movie. Yeah, exactly. And they, they almost instantly disregard that in a very early scene, which you expect to um, in a bar which you expect to go one way and then they kind of play it for laughs and sort of uh, undercut those expectations which I thought was quite clever and set the tone for the rest of the movie because I think you're right vulnerable is is the is the right word for him it's it's kind of a you know I'm not and look I'm not saying he's the greatest actor in the world but I thought he's a good actor thought though. he really held the screen and, and he was lo- I really enjoyed um, I don't know the actor's name but the guy who played his dad and I really enjoyed them their scenes together I yeah. they were really oh he's nice. from the Star Wars prequels funnily enough because I was talking about them so he yeah, was Boba Fett's dad like there's lots of good things to say about it but I would name. say like if you're before we get to spoiler street if you are going to watch this movie start it early and get your snacks in <laughs> yeah like don't Seven try o'clock. and watch it during like an afternoon nap because that won't work. Um, but it's definitely like kind of that, a long weekend, that advice rainy is, day vibes. That advice is specific to only a certain amount of our audience. Well, maybe. Like, don't, guys, don't try it on the afternoon nap, right? <laughs> you want this in the uh, mid-morning or the very late nap or bed after Anyway, bedtime. I'm just saying like settle in and watch it early. Don't turn it on at like nine o'clock because it is too long and you will turn it off because while it's enjoyable it's not compelling enough like there was never a scene where we were like we have to get to the end of the scene before we pause it you know what I mean like we were very comfortable pausing the movie a couple of times anyway let's crack on to Spoiler Street yeah okay so I've got uh, I've got nothing for Spoiler Street you got nothing well you did uh, it happened this movie happened more than yesterday in your mind so as far <laughs> as you are concerned it doesn't exist I guess, anymore I mean, but it also just has a very obvious ending so like you know there's no surprise yeah, the ending, in this movie. Yeah, okay, no, but fine. I'm actually fine with no surprises. No, no, I am too. I'm just saying it doesn't leave much in the way of spoiler street. No, there's not a whole lot to unpick. I will say, like, oh, Indiana Jones was another one I wrote down. There's like, I loved. You mentioned quests. There's like a fun quest in this. There's a MacGuffin. Uh, it's the trident. It's got magical powers. It's yeah, gonna... but spoiler alert! All the trailers have him holding the gold trident. Yeah, I know. Not but that I wouldn't have known however, he had it that's, anyway. Isn't that the trailers we're seeing like now for it coming on Sky Cinema and stuff? Which often those things do spoil things after the fact. Do you know what it reminded me of? A movie that I greatly enjoyed. Um, the Brendan Fraser movie, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Which oh yeah, I, I wrote that down as well. That's because I said it when we were watching. All oh, right. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's got I, those vibes. I, like, I really like that movie. Like, I think that's a very good family movie, and it had elements of that that I enjoyed. I liked all that globe trotting thing. I liked that but they, they were didn't like do enough of that though. Like they, 
the globe trotting ended very quickly and suddenly he's just no, back but, fighting again. No, no, but the globe trotting also went like to the seven kingdoms of the sea or what. Or I liked yeah, one of them was in the really desert. Yeah, they didn't follow it through though. Like I think they. No, I don't agree. I think this was like sufficient world building for a two hour 45 minute and, and with movie with all these other bits to cram like, in there was a lot it going on it was just enough I think it was fine they were like there was enough exposition to kind of keep you in I was quite interested in the in the sort of the uh, history of Atlantis no and I was interested in that but I wanted more of that stuff because there's a bit where they lost me where so actually this is a spoiler kind of relatively early yeah, on in the movie street. he um he ends up battling his brother and losing right and getting banished and I felt like they could have done without all of that like I, I would have rather not watched this extended yeah, battle yeah. scene early on in the movie where it felt too soon and I would have rather watched more of the mythology like the lost city of Atlantis I was obsessed with that when I was a kid like that's fascinating stuff and I felt like they didn't really mine the mythology the way a movie should have really that was set there yeah fair, look Fair enough. I'm not saying this movie couldn't have been trimmed or shorter, <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm satisfied with the amount of history and storytelling they provided. Yeah, for what? And like, like but if also, you want more, no, go, you know. Nobody needs a spoiler alert for Nicole comics. Kidman because she shows up in the first scene and then is supposedly dead, and it's like, what is like? It's the cast. weakest. It's the weakest. Oh, she died. Thing. Oh, she like, did. Are we ever going to believe that? Oh, I guess they expect. Oh, we said there were no twists or surprises earlier. I think the movie. That's not wants a twist. You, that, like. Yes, the movie wants that to be a twist. It only isn't a twist if the actress. It's only a twist if the actress isn't Nicole Kidman. So no, what? But, you cast her for one scene. No, but here's like, the thing. Course, hang on. Of hang course, on. Nicole Kidman's coming back. Yeah, I know, but that's you and me looking at it with years of watching these. Because we've seen this movie we a million times. How much her paycheck would have been? No, but we're understanding that context. Will you let me finish the sentence? Okay. The, you said this is a family movie earlier. If there's a, you know, if I was a ten-year-old watching this, I, I, I might actually might have been surprised by yeah. that. So. I'm, I feel like the movie and the, you can't say the movie isn't presenting that as a surprise because it is oh no the movie you, is you're it's just, just like, you're judging the effectiveness of the surprise yeah. and because I agree with you Kidman. I didn't wasn't surprised and particularly because they had de-aged her so much it's like oh so we're gonna obviously see her age later <laughs> yeah because otherwise you just otherwise hire just, a younger actress yeah or just show her at her <laughs> age and say she was like ageless or whatever yeah okay so I've got I've got to say right I do worry a little like from a character point of view like what Aquaman actually learns there's a whole I think worried? the movie are you concerned about it I'm really him? concerned about it because well it's a weird message it's delivering if we're going back to this being a family movie yeah I guess he learns to be a leader he's re- he's the reluctant uh, leader right which we've seen a million archetype and then he becomes the king well, yeah whatever but there's a, very, there's a scene very early on with that Black Mantis guy and his father, which again, when you think of all that stuff, that that feels like right. You've too I've much in this movie, that. exactly. Get too much. You had a whole submarine sequence at the beginning, just to create a secondary side villain. They could have lost all of that stuff. But anyway, yeah, he like it, the father is pinned down, and and Black Mantis is like. Help! Help me! And Aquaman's like, no, no. Aquaman's father will die for this. Uh, yeah, I'm not helping you. You, you guys are bad. See ya. Which is like, I thought quite. I was that shocked and surprised when that happened. Yeah, because you would expect him. Um, he's supposed for him to be a to hero save him and stage. be like, you learned your lesson. Don't ever hurt innocent people again. Well, yeah, and then I expect he's already at this point. Has he already been in the justice? Yeah, League? yeah, has, and he saved the world or whatever. Yeah, so, I'm so like, and I'm like, okay, fine. That was pretty awful. But now, is he, you know, by the end of this movie, is he going to acknowledge 
that he did wrong and then we're going to see him change his actions or something no he just like I killed that no he did admit to his girlfriend oh I killed that dude's father yeah probably shouldn't have that, but that's it he says well now I've realised he says something along the lines of and now it's come back to bite me in the ass because that guy went and built a laser suit so it's like wait the lesson you, you, you've you learned is um, you should probably save people in case they come back as supervillains later yeah exactly um, we're going to have to wrap up pretty quickly because Oscar's getting very impatient Yeah, okay, Oscar. Sorry, now it's boring, isn't it? You, you, you didn't even see this because it was over three of your naps. Um, yeah, that was poor, that stuff. I thought that was really weak and they never really landed that beyond that. So really, and, and again, if you're thinking of like impressionable young people watching these movies and the whole point of superheroes is to present a better version of humanity and ourselves... Uh, Superman while to me he's a quite a boring character he's supposed to represent the best things about humanity reflected back at us from an alien's for, you know from, through an alien's eyes yeah and I, I actually think those kind of that kind of storytelling is important so I think that I, I kind of find I found his actions a little yeah. troubling and, and the I same goes for great... Batman and v Superman and all that that's why those movies just felt dirty and nasty I thought I think he's like he's a really good actor and he really pulls it off. But like, yeah, you're right. The character that's not, not his fault. It's what the, about it's the writing? The, like his the, the, his girlfriend character. I don't know. I'm sorry, I can't What's remember neither the character nor the actress's name. Yeah, sorry. She, she, I, think I enjoyed she, them together. I thought they had good chemistry, but Mira. she wasn't given much to Mira. do. Yeah. Uh, I thought. All right. One of my favorite visuals was the trench when they um, they're being attacked by these monsters and they realize that they're afraid of light, so they they have to light up flares and then they're swimming downwards and there's it's it's I, I almost wanted as a screensaver it was so good it really? was like oh my god you'd replace your Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse screensaver with Aquaman yeah almost I mean that's a real <laughs> it's a real prime spot my my desktop wallpaper um, the yeah there's, you know, you know the, the, those two like um, uh, red lights going going down with these like Shaded mon- thousands of monsters closing in and around them. It was like really good. Yeah, that and, did like, look good. Hinted at his sort of that whole thing. Hinted at James Wan's sort of horror upbringing. Um, and I, I thought all that stuff was excellent. The creature design was brilliant. What wasn't excellent was Nicole Kidman's um, sort of handmade uh, disguised costume as one of them, where she just basically looked like a cheap Halloween predator costume. <laughs> it just looked really bad and rubbery. Uh, so some of the production design in here didn't quite pay off but the artwork the art per- de- department like are killing it in this movie um, and that, yeah that's kind of that's kind of it I could go on forever I'm really co- I'm really bothered by the whole Randall Park thing so the 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 actor from um, uh, off the fresh, fresh off the boat and um, Veep and all those things you know he shows up at the end as the guy he, we, he, they seed him th- uh, throughout the oh, television yeah, the in the background and he's like guys I'm telling you like there's evidence of, of Atlantis being a real place and the, his fellow people on the panel are like you're crazy what are you talking about and I'm like I, but this doesn't make any sense you live in a world where Superman is a thing well also and where Batman, Aquaman is a thing yeah, exactly. so you know you a know. man lives underwater <laughs> exactly it's like why aren't you listening to this guy who has actual evidence and you're dismissing it offhand like I just that, that was absurd but do you know what was weird for me now again having not seen much of Justice League um, I appreciate that this was a standalone movie but watching this movie I was like I thought it was odd that there wasn't even kind of much passing references to the fact that yeah, he they, was men- in- they mentioned the villain 
But yeah, but they Darks. There was, was no like like the whole the world's under threat by this. Like, wouldn't he at least got a phone call from Wonder Woman or somebody to say, like, do you need some help? Like, why? What's the point of the Justice League? They just were not. You know what I mean? Usually they'll make reference to someone's on another world yeah. or they're dealing with another crisis. And I know that stuff's a bit silly, but. But I and I appreciate that it was standalone. But like God, even a, just a bit of a nod to the other characters might have made a bit of sense. And it's like it's not like it's not like it was just his world under threat, and he was trying to like the whole world was a threat because they were going to come and wage war on the surface. Yeah. So yeah, that well, yeah, so, whatever. But, but no, overall, again, work. like popcorn movie is what I would call it. Enjoyable popcorn. Come on, movie. I think Oscar's really bored of yeah. this. Um, <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, everyone. Listening to our very oh, very late review of this movie. And actually now though I, I know I wish I'd seen it in the cinema Because it would have looked better But I'm glad we didn't go Because fucking hell We would have been at the cinema yeah. for days Let us know what you thought of Aquaman A lot of you already did it On our Twitter at yeah. the cinema And a lot of you clearly saw it Because it made so much money <laughs> A lot of you were just telling us What are you doing Don't do this <laughs> A lot of um, I'd rather poke my eyes out references uh, yeah, I and I pe- really People really didn't like this there's movie There's few things in life I'd rather um, poke my eyes out than do and certainly half watching this movie is not one of them well that was an awkward sentence yeah <laughs> um, if you want to email us your thoughts you can do it at thecinemile at gmail.com we also have a Patreon page where you can get a load of bonus episodes of old movie reviews like this technically it's not that and old. our next older uh, than this our next retro movie review is going to be heist movies yes so go there vote uh, which heist movie you want us to watch and uh, we will see you all later bye Thank you very much for listening. One, two, three. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Orphan, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>